0: Welcome. This is Logical, the UAE's first legal podcast. Now, Logical comes to you from the Dubai-based law firm HPL Yamalava and Pleska. My name's Tim Elliott, and as ever, I'm with the managing partner, Ludmilla Yamala. It's always good to catch up with you, Ludmilla. Well, great to hear your voice, Tim, and see you again. It's been a while. In this edition of Logical, we're considering, and this is not the usual legal stuff that we're talking about. We're talking about guns. We're talking about firearms in the UAE uh, today, Miller. It's a subject that fascinates me, but it's, it's kind of straightforward, really. The UAE is not a nation threatened by high levels of gun crime. Uh, so it's reasonable to say, I guess, or is it, that the general rule is that firearms are prohibited. Is that where we should start?
1: The general rule is that the firearms are prohibited and they're strictly regulated. Right.
0: That includes possession of a firearm, carrying them, importing them, exporting, trading, repairing, disp- whatever it is to do with a gun uh, is illegal in the law. Exactly.
1: So it's not just possessing the firearms. It is uh, anything related to firearms from uh, from possessing it to carrying it to bringing it from inside the country, outside the country, from repairing it, manufacturing or even selling it. Anything related to a, a gun is uh, is uh, highly regulated, and the regulations are such that o- ultimately, uh, with the um, exception of a very few narrow uh, exceptions, it, it's, it's prohibited. Uh, furthermore, what's interesting is that it, it, um, the prohibition applies not only to firearms and work, working firearms, if you will, mm-hmm. but rather e- any part of a firearm. Um, so anything, any spare parts or any other individual components of the, of, that can be used for firearms are also covered by the same law and the same prohibitions and the same regulations apply to any part of, uh, of a firearm as as the firearm itself. So that means that if you, for example, brought from uh, from home wherever it is your home may be in your suitcase a part uh, a spare part that would otherwise be used for a firearm, that uh, is in terms of uh, violations of the law and ultimate penalties is almost akin to bringing a firearm.
0: And that would even be, for example, if you had, I don't know, uh, an antique uh, firearm that you had on the wall in your house. I mean, that falls under that same category. These regulations are that strict.
1: Uh, Yes, I mean, these regulations are very strict. Anything that is considered as a firearm, and it doesn't have to be a working firearm, uh, is uh, subject to the same regulations. So whether it's Mm. your antique piece for your family heirloom or a brand new gadget, it's uh, the same same limitations apply.
0: Okay. The military uh, in the country, the police, members of the royal family are permitted to own firearms. You can get... Uh, special firearms licenses. If you are a UAE national, is that correct? Well, yes.
1: So the general rule is that firearms are prohibited. That's the general rule. And uh, there are a few exceptions. So the general rule is you cannot have unless you meet one of these uh, exceptions. One of the exceptions is that uh, obviously the UAE armed uh, forces, the police, the security forces, anything to do with the state security uh, and the personnel that work in state security are allowed to have firearm. And that's obviously is, uh, is predictable. And now with regards to um, that, uh, i guess those forces uh, and the staff that work uh, i guess within those industries it's not necessarily the case that they are required to have these special licenses because let's face it it's the uae it's their own government it's their own military it's their own armed forces so it's um it's not clear that, that they're actually required to have a license it's more that the exception applies to them so in other words they can have uh, they can have firearms they can have guns and uh, weapons uh, uh, because the law does not apply to them. So in other words, it's not to say that the law requires for them to have a license. It's more that they are an exempt uh, category of society that uh, does not fall under this law. Um, so that's one exception. Uh, also, interestingly enough, the law is fairly specific about uh, a category of the UE society that's also exempt from this law, and that is uh, um, the, the, basically the rulers of the UE or the, the um, the, the royal family and the royal families of the different emirates. Uh, so it's the um, uh, the rulers and their their family, not just the immediate family, but obviously the extended family. So they also are exempt from this law. Once again, that means uh, that not that they need to apply for license, is that they are allowed to carry guns without having to apply for a license. Um, so that's, if you will, a second category. So one being kind of the armed forces and security and police. Two is the the rulers of the UAE. And then there 's a third, and that 's obviously businesses specialized businesses uh, mm-hmm. that uh, perhaps are in uh, in the industry that would naturally mandate for uh, for possession of firearms so shooting ranges and uh, perhaps any kind of training grounds. Uh, for any of these uh, military or police forces uh, but in particular just because I, I am I don't don't have a gun or really gone to shooting range uh, so I cannot speak from personal experience but uh, what I uh, I believe is that the shooting ranges don't necessarily have to be associated with the government for example so they don't necessarily need to be on a uh, military base um, and so they're more Uh, perhaps private or semi-private businesses. And so those kinds of businesses actually uh, are... Uh, not necessarily exempt from the laws, there are certain uh, regulations apply to them in order for them to qualify to actually deal with firearms, and that is they have to apply for a license. And a license will be granted to those kind of uh, uh, facilities or those sort of institutions, and that's the shooting ranges. So, um, again, uh, while for the police forces and the security forces, they don't necessarily need to get a license, the shooting ranges do need to get a license, and the license is issued by the Ministry of Interior uh, and so, um, and obviously, you can imagine the just the requirements, eligibility criteria they're involved in applying for a license to the Ministry of Interior, and the process through which they go uh, in order to issue the license. So that's the that's the third category, the third exception, if you will, and the. Fourth and final is um, uh, certain individuals actually can be eligible to have or carry uh, firearms, and that is. Uh, but it, so it's uh, it's not businesses, it's not the the, so the royal families, it's not the security forces. It's just individuals. Uh, however, these ordinary people, it um, they have to be UAE na- uh, nationals. So only UAE nationals can apply to have a fire uh, a firearm, and the process for them. So that but they do need to have a license. So right. just by virtue of being um, locals that does not qualify, they have to apply. And then once again, they have to apply to the Ministry of Interior and uh, all the same. So eligibility requirements and, uh, the you know, I- I including, for example, the um, obtaining the good standing certificate and the police clearance certificate are some of the requirements. Uh, but they do, need, they do require a license. But in order to apply for the license, they do need to show the UE nationality.
0: The controls are pretty strict. I'm going to come back to licensed shooting ranges. There aren't many in the Emirates, but I can attest to the uh, controls there. The thing is, in the UAE, there's a proud history when it comes to sports shooting because we have an Olympic gold medalist uh, in Sheikh Ahmed bin Mohammed bin Hashir al-Maktoum. He won gold at the 2004 Summer Olympics in Athens. He got the double trap event. Uh, he was fourth in the trap event as well, and he now coaches a young British shooter. So there's there's great interest in shooting, uh, and it's been popular for some time. Uh, let me share a, a quick story with you about shooting ranges. I went to Jebel Ali Shooting Club, which is one of the, I, I guess, larger or best, better known ranges some years ago uh, because I wanted to try... Shooting. I'd never fired a gun. It's not something I've, I've ever sort of, sort of been particularly interested in. But I just thought one day I fancy trying it. And um, I'm interested in target shooting. I think that's quite a skill to have. So I thought, right, here's a time for an experience. It's easy enough. As long as you have an Emirates ID, you sign in, you're offered a choice of different firearms that you can use at the range. I chose like a cowboy gun, like a Smith & Wesson um, six shooter paid the money. I think it was about 180 dirhams, which is what, $50, US dollars. Uh, So then I was taken down to the range. And I'm thinking, well, this is pretty straightforward. But as soon as we got to the the, uh, underground range, you realize how strict it is. Every shell that's fired is counted, everything. You have an expert with you, an instructor with you, who's on duty all the time. Well, even when I'm firing at the target, he's there uh, with you. So everything's accounted for. It was a really strictly controlled uh, environment. A lot of fun, but it backs up everything that you've said there. This is a very, very regulated um, industry.
1: Indeed. And so I just wanted to um, mention that that there's actually a specific law, obviously, that regulates this industry and that sets out uh, these requirements. And that law is the Federal Decree Law No. 17 of 2019. And the the, the full title of the law is quite long, but in relevant parts, it's the law that's regulating weapons, ammunition, explosives, military hardware, and hazardous substances, um, and, um, and other similar materials. So this is the same law that not only regulates uh, firearms, but also other types of weapons. Uh, for example, um, swords, if you will, or uh, some other type of um, perhaps non-explosive um, type uh, devices. Uh, but uh, and, and equally so, uh, this is the same law that applies to fireworks, for example. It regulates fireworks because it does refer to explosives. Uh, and then also the ministry of interior has a number of uh, sources and circulars and regulations that sets out the requirements uh, for uh, to apply for the license um, so anyone who is interested perhaps in uh, learning more about what types of type of substances are regulated uh, by this law and how to apply uh, so the Ministry of Interior is also a very helpful resource, at least in terms of uh, seeing what the application form and the application process looks like. Uh, but the law, if you think about it, is fairly new it's 2019 and uh, obviously it's uh, the government felt it was important to introduce a, a very comprehensive and very specific law that regulates this um, this very industry and um, the among other things among so listing or list of items that are prohibited and the various regulations and limitations that apply to them there is um, a whole list of penalties Uh, that uh, would apply in the event somebody is found to have violated. And the penalties include anything from monetary fines of up to one million dirhams uh, to jail sentence, including life imprisonment, obviously, depending on the gravity of the violation.
0: That's another episode of Logical, this time firearms, guns, explosives. Uh, firearms and guns in the UAE. Our legal expert here on Logical as ever was Ludmilla Yamalava, managing partner at uh, Yamalava and Plethka in JLT. Thank you, Ludmilla, for your time and always uh, your expertise as well.
1: Thank you, Tim, very much for not only your expertise, but for your personal experience uh, in adding some colour to the story.
0: I was not a good shot. At 30 yards, it went awry, let me tell you. Uh, To have a legal question answered in a future episode of Logical, or if you'd like a consultation with a qualified UAE experienced legal professional, it's easy to find us on social media. We've also now got an easy-to-search library with hundreds of podcasts on all manner of legal issues here in the UAE, and they're free to listen to and download. If you prefer, you can always just head to lylawyers.com and click Contact.